What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Two Tones. It's me, Tony Lee. I'm here continuing our Artist Spotlight series. And today, I'm honored to have no one other than, in my opinion, one of the most underrated R&B artists in the game. Um, it's definitely an honor. Today, I have Alex Izzy with me. Alex, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Listen, it's definitely an honor. Um, I had to get you on the show, and hopefully, people learn a lot about you throughout this interview. So, it's definitely an honor. Um, before I start with anything, I want to know, who is Ilex Isley? Tell us more about yourself and who you are and what do you do. I'm an artist. I, um, I write, I produce, I arrange all of my music. And um, I really like to to be in, a, I really like to be in creative control of, of my music that I've put out thus far. Um, I have two projects out. And um, I'm really, I feel like I'm really, uh, this time, kind of evolving into some other sound and, and inspiration that I've picked up along the way mm-hmm. um, since releasing my last project. So I'm excited to see where this next project takes me. Dope, dope. I like it. You were born in Jersey, but you were raised in L.A., correct? Yes. Um, I am yeah. originally from Jersey, but I don't know... I don't know too much about it. I wish I did, but... Yeah, because, um, you know, I'm Jersey all day. So, uh, that kind of... When I found that, I'm like, she's from Jersey? I'm a Jersey boy, but, you know, rap was too much. Oh. But, yeah, you know, so it's all good. <laughs> but how was that experience? Yeah, no, as yeah. far as home, like, L.A. is home for me, so... Right. Okay. So, who are some of your musical influences? Like, who or what, you know, inspires you musically? Um... That's a good question, because there's so many answers. Yeah, I know, um, it's like, yeah. I have to, um, I have to definitely give credit to my, my parents for, um, among a million other things, for mm-hmm. right, right. introducing, and for introducing me to, um, to some really great music at an early age, and they're very, both of them are very, very versatile when it comes to what they listen to. Nice. Um, so that really rubbed off on me at an early age and um, kind of stuck with me. So I pull from everywhere. Um, but I think that's how it should be. I think you shouldn't have you shouldn't have any kind of limit or um, cap on what can inspire you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many things and so many people that have the potential to to do that. I think so. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. That's, so, so as far as far as, far as um, let's see if I can give any more specific answers. Definitely the um, definitely the Isley Brothers. I think that's a given. Um, just right. growing up around that definitely absorbed that. Um, I mean, yeah, I think you have uh, your obvious ones. Definitely Stevie yeah. or anybody. Yeah, the definitely Stevies, the Princes, the Michaels, the Whitneys. You know, the obvious. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's very dope. Well, um, speaking of influences, your father is one of the legendary Isley brothers, correct? He is, yes. Ernie Isley. Like, okay. Ernie Isley. Yeah, that's... How was that growing up for you? Like, and also, this is a two-part question. Do you feel the pressure to fill his shoes? Because that's an iconic group. Like, the Isley brothers, that's a legendary, yeah. iconic group. So, how was that growing up for that's you? Really- and how, do you feel the pressure to fill his shoes as an artist? Actually, if, if there's any pressure, 
pressure at all. It's more so on myself because I know um, how amazing they are in their history um, and to be a part of that. um, I feel like there's definitely something to... um, there's a, there's a challenge there for me to to address. Um, definitely longevity mm-hmm. is, a, is a huge part of their career. You know, they, they're one of the longest, they have one of the longest lasting careers yeah. um, in U.S. music history. Um, so to to know that and to be a part of it, definitely, definitely um, I try to just keep what I know in mind and, and and hopefully add to their rich legacy and, and the history there. Right. Um, so I am definitely proud to be a part of the family and to have that, that bloodline and to have um, to have that natural association with their music and um, and what they stand for, um, which is family um family above all else and um yeah i think um growing up with that though um i mean i knew i knew who they were and what they did for a living and you know my dad seeing him on stage that was kind of the norm for me and you know being in a studio session or whatever and Mm -hmm. or seeing him rehearse something that was that was kind of a norm for me um so it was also very just um, just I don't know. I had I, other than that, I had a pretty normal childhood as far as you know the dynamic between a father and a daughter. Right, right. You know, yeah. we did we did Disneyland and whatever else virtually every weekend. Right. Um, wow, that's not normal though. But go ahead. <laughs> not every weekend is a normal, Alex. But go ahead. I, I mean, just I mean, just. Um, more than anything else, I just remember, um, you know, quality, ideal, right. the ideal quality okay. time between a parent and a child. That's I feel like that's definitely what we had. So um, I think as normal as the music stuff seemed, it was definitely like kind of like the icing on the cake, so to speak, because I was opened up to a lot of um, a lot of things and situations that I experience now, and I feel like I was really kind of introduced to them early on so i'm grateful for that wow that's that's dope and icy buzz are definitely iconic like people don't realize they're i mean go back to the 60s 70s they're very iconic you know um you know and ron Isley. Yeah. well not ron Isley, but mr big used to scare me in the mark kelly videos when i was younger you remember mr big <laughs> remember i did this to you i used to be so scared of him like <laughs> when i was younger boy Mark, i know it scared you too that's your uncle but come on like them R. Kelly videos was he was tight spooky. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, but yeah, that, that's very dope. That, real talk. Well, that's, like. that's the that's the character. I think that's that's really funny because I hear that sometimes. Like, oh, your uncle is there really a sword in the cane? And yeah, like, no, he's actually he's actually in reality one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet in life. So that's it's great. really funny to to hear that like oh he's scary are you afraid of him like no yeah, not at all yeah he had me scared as a kid our brothers lee had the cane i said who is this guy but it's, it's cool you know he, he's, he's a cool guy it's great <laughs> it's great to yeah. know that it's great to know that um also um a lot of you don't know but you studied jazz at ucla correct i did yes how was that contributed to your music um, in any way like it's tell me about that oh in every way i actually um well my grandfather my uh 
my maternal grandfather, um, he had dabbled in jazz when he was younger. Oh, okay. Played drums. He played drums around L.A. He grew up in, in um, mid-city L.A. And um, so him growing up with that passion for jazz, and he, when I was around him, most of the time, most of the time that's what he was playing. He was playing jazz and had it on in his car at all times. And so that was like my first introduction to, to jazz. I didn't really know too much about too much about it but once I got into high school and um I dug more into uh both vocal and instrumental jazz mm, okay. and um I was a part of the um I was a part of the vocal jazz group at my high school I went to um I went to LA County High School for the Arts okay. it's um it's a it's a high school on the campus of Cal State Los Angeles mm. and um so that was um that was like my initial start as far as really singing jazz and learning about it. So I I really fell in love with it from then on and um, didn't realize that I uh, I didn't realize that that's what I was going to study in college. But when I found out that that was an option, I, I definitely took that up and um, really grateful for it because um, there's such a, there's such a rich dynamic to the, um, I think the overall concept, like the theories of, of jazz music, right. um, definitely is, yeah. All of all of the all of the musicians, all of the instrumentalists and vocalists um, associated within that genre. Um, there's so much to there's so much to learn there and to gain from that. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like every way I could I could gain from it, I have definitely. Like it's it's changed. The way I perform, the way I write, the way I produce, the way I hear a song, um, the way I interact with the band on stage. So, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's really become a part of my artistry. So that's dope. I'm definitely proud of that. Yeah. Well, do you play any musical instruments? Because I know you produce a lot of your music, right? And that shocked me. I, I produce all of it. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> definitely shocked me. Like she's making these beats, like, and it's like, and I love your sound because it's very reminiscent. It's very reminiscent of '90s R and B era. The R and B era, like, it's very, but it's very relevant to today. So your sound is like rare. You know what I mean? And when I found out you play, you made the beats. I'm like, she's making these beats also. Like, so do you play any musical instruments? I um I do yes I play I play some piano um that uh, something else. I really learned as far as um, once I learned jazz in college, or once I once I studied it more in college, um, I definitely picked up uh, jazz piano as well. So that really helped me to um, just get a better understanding of playing piano overall. And then once I started figuring out how to um, how to produce my own stuff, mm-hmm. that really helped me. So yeah, that's dope. Um, I would like wow. to play. I would like to play some some more instruments. Eventually, I would definitely like to play guitar one day, but yeah. um, that's just physically, that's a pretty difficult instrument. Yeah, I tried. The piano. Yeah. Piano's pretty much simple. Like, and also with piano, you know, you can match the notes, the vocal cords. And so, yeah, guitar is definitely, um, it'd definitely be dope to hear you on guitar, playing guitar, man. So, um, I will say this. One day, hopefully. Yeah, one day, hopefully. We, we hoping, Alex. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> Dreams and Analog is my favorite project of yours. It really is. Right alongside Love and Art oh, um, Memoirs, but Dreams and Analog is so, like, that's so dope. Um, did you write thank most you. songs up there or every song up there? Like, did you write all of that or most of that? or? I, I did. I wrote, I wrote all of the, nice, I wrote nice. just all of the material on there. Because I believe that's the strength of your music. Like, I love your voice. 
You have the tone. I love it. But your songwriting is your strength to me. Your pen game is like on point, you know. And also, to piggyback off of that, since we're talking about songwriting, you know, looking at the recent news, you know, ghostwriting is a big story, yada, yada, you know. But speaking of songwriting itself, how do you feel about R&B artists having additional writers? And and rap is obviously different from R&B and pop because, you know, R&B, pop, and mainstream music, they have, you know, songwriters for years. Not even ghostwriters, but Whitney, they all had additional songwriters, right? That's just how they genre goes within rap is different but how do you feel about r&b having additional songwriters with their music you know because i mean i don't see it as a problem but how do you feel about that i feel it's great i think it's great i think it's really great to have um to have people contribute um contribute to that and contribute to um i mean because everybody has their you know what they're good at and and their strengths and everything, and so I feel like, um, in some cases, to have that collaborative effort between between um, someone who just may be on the record or contributing some lyrics to melody, and then having somebody else do that, right? And when um, when you know another creative kind of dynamic to that, I feel like that makes that can make a record, you know, all the all the all the more better. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I know, and I know that's definitely, uh, obviously, like it's definitely, definitely prevalent in um, pop music overall. Right. So yeah. I think I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Michael has songwriters, Prince has songwriters, and I think it's a different, it's different, because people expect a rapper or MC to do their own, but songwriters and rap and all that, I mean, R&B, that's pretty much normal. I mean, it's been happening for years. I mean, so that's definitely dope. Um, This is random, but a lot of people don't know, you work with Kendrick Lamar, right, on Tabimba Butterfly? I did, yeah. Yeah, you. Um, what song? Explain that for us. And what song? And how was that actually? Were you there? Did you send your vocals in? Like, how was that overall? Um, I had gotten a call from um from Terrace Martin. Wow. Okay. Um, who's a, he's an awesome. He's an awesome producer. Yeah, he's insane. Musician. Yeah, he's. Um, I had gotten a call from him, and um, he was explaining how Kendrick was working on his um his newest album, and needed um need a, a vocalist or something and I came I came to the studio later that day and um I wasn't expecting Kendrick to be in the session but he actually was wow. um and so that was um be, being able to work directly with him was um was really dope he's very very um he really he's really understanding but very very nice very um you know you could tell his his work ethic is um as you would expect is, um something very admirable and um motivational yeah i think for anybody but definitely as um you know as a fellow musician as a fellow artist i think that's definitely something to uh to respect so i'm really glad to have been a part of it yeah that, that's really dope that album is phenomenal too like that it, it's just amazing like it's so dense also it's so like weighty it's so much it's just so dope so when i found that i'm like wow she's up there with kendrick so that's very dope um and I've said this for a while about your music in particular. Your music is like the soundtrack to my cup season, right? Because, oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> like I love it generally. Uh, it, you stay in rotation, you really do. But when cup season comes around, Alex Isley does it for me. I don't know why, right? So, <laughs> and it, it really does. Like, and my favorite record from you personally is The Other Side. Um, what inspired that record? If you care to share, like what inspired exactly that record? Because that's my favorite um, record from you. Oh, thank you. Um... I think that that particular song was um, just a mood that I wanted to um, 
a move that I wanted to create. Okay. Um, I was just thinking of something. <clears throat> I was just thinking of something that I wanted that was um, light and lighthearted and um, and high spirited and um, I don't know. I wanted to. I wanted it to be something that I think of. Sometimes I think of where I want to be when I'm listening to a song. Okay. So I'm thinking about like I I want to be in a I want to be in a car on a sunny day. Yeah, like in no traffic, listening <laughs> to something. So what would that sound like for me? Um, so it's just something I wanted to create on the lighter side because I feel like I had done um, I've done quite a bit of um, my my experiences as far as um, as far as heartbreaks and what that can kind of do as far as like more of like a not so positive aspect of that I mean real stuff but um so I, I wanted to do something to kind of contrast that that's nice yeah, and the beat is that's dope too I've done before yeah I, I love that record it's basically saying this how that's my favorite record overall from you, you. but my favorite record that you've written may be child's play because that back in your corner hook like that's just songwriters people know music know that back in your corner and all that and that's amazing that alone like that line is amazing. And also, Ross and Rachel was dope, too. But that back in your corner, like, Child's Play, that, the songwriting is amazing on that record. So that's my favorite um, song so, song you've written. But speaking of songwriting, again, what's the favorite? What's your favorite song that you've written? Like, what's your favorite song that you write? I'm like, yo, that's my favorite. I don't know. You don't know? I, um, <laughs> yeah, it's not. I know, yeah, yeah. It's so many, right? Um, uh, something kind of. I don't really think about that, and I guess maybe I should think about if I had to pick one something, like what would it be? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Okay, but, well, what's what's what? I can't choose. Okay, I'm just call just just claim Child's Play because that song, the songwriting is impeccable. Yeah. <laughs> just say Child's Play. We're gonna go with that. But um. What's one song that you wish you written? Like say like a like a man in the mirror. What's one song that you hear, whether through history or now, that you say, I wish I wrote that song? Um <laughs> I wish I wrote Happy Birthday because those two women who wrote Happy Birthday make a lot Oh, they paid a lot, a lot they, of they, that song. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo no, as far as <laughs> That's smart. You you smart, money wise. Come on. As far as the um <laughs> no, as as far as musicality of of a song. Um, hmm. There's so many, um, there's so many great yeah, jazz ballads that are, um, they're so well written as far as the, the music itself, but the lyrics, um, I don't know, there's some that are, that are so good. Uh, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Um, some Stevie? Something probably, um, I would say probably something like, um, Nothing Compares to You by Prince. Wow. Or, um, yeah, that's a very dope song. The songwriting is, yeah. Because I, I respect a pen game more than anything. Like, I love vocals. I love Kimberell, Layla, I love all of them. But, like, a dope pen game, like, songwriting, like, it just grabs me, personally, me. Um but that's very dope. Um, have you written for anyone else? Like any other artists or local, mainstream? Have you written for anybody else other than yourself? Um, I 
that that you can speak uh, on or your father I don't know you know so I've um I've had the opportunity to work with with some some great artists um some great artists who are who are uh, based out of Los Angeles and, and doing their thing um, right I know off top um I've um I've worked with uh um, I've, I've definitely I've collaborated collaborated with um, with uh, LA artist Keon Dixon. Nice. And um, so that's been that's been dope to to come together with him and, and do some stuff on his um, on a couple of his projects. Um, I've wrote one. I, I've written, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm with, here for it. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked with Javante, um, another artist based out of LA who's really dope. Nice. Um, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Dope, dope. Yeah, because yeah, that's a, that's a strength of yours, man. I love your pen. And you, you write, you produce, you. you sing it all. So, I mean, you're just like a triple threat. So, any new music that we can expect soon? Mixtapes, albums, music going to be featured um, on? Yes. I'm, I'm working on... Um, I would like to expand it to a full-length album, um, so maybe I'll have a shoot part or something. I haven't really thought about that part, but um, I will have some new music early December. Nice. Early mid-December. Um, the uh, collective is titled Luxury. Luxury. Y'all heard it here first, um, two tones, but go ahead. Exclusive. All right. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. What did you say? I said they heard it here first, two tones exclusive. I'm trying to... Get a fake exclusive, but oh. I'm trying to get the, the, the first ones that heard it. No, nah, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I've been um, I've been um, posting about it here and there on Twitter and Facebook, um, but I will be uh, I'll be previewing some of the uh, some of the music from Luxury. I'll be previewing it in uh, in like the next month or so. So that's what I'm working towards right now. So I'm really uh, I'm really excited to have. Have something, uh, something new out. Nice, yeah, we're definitely excited too. Your fans, man, like a lot of people that will be listening are fans of yours also. And a lot of people know I was doing this, they was like, Wow, I can't wait for it! Like, they're really fans of your music. You know, my boy put me on not too long ago, shout out to Armand. And from then, I'm like, Yo, wh- what is this? Like, I've been, I have, I have your uh, CDs in my car, I mean, I got you on my phone, and like I said, so and lastly, are you independent? And if you are, if you aren't, do you wish to sign to a major label? Like, looking at the future. Would you sign to a major label? Are you independent? Like, what's your opinion on that? What would you do? I'm independent for now, yes. Okay. Um, I think in terms of being signed, it would just depend on the uh, the, the terms and conditions of everything. Because mm-hmm. um, I know every, every situation is different. So I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to be signed to a label ever. I don't I right. want to rule that out. But, it, you know, it all depends on, um, it all depends on what's presented. But, for now, um, I'm uh, independent and I, I definitely love to uh, kind of spearhead everything and uh, be in uh, complete creative control of everything and, and kind of have a first hand on what I do uh, promotion-wise and mm-hmm. and um, just how I, you know, connect with, uh, you know, anyone who listens or supports, which I'm very, very grateful for. So, um, so yeah, independent for now. 
Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but Alex, I want to thank you for your time. Um, it was definitely an honor having you here um, to talk about yourself and your music. Um, I'm sure a lot of people would appreciate this. Um, and anything you like to say before you leave? like to plug anything and tell them where to find you at? Um, just thank you. Thank you for, um, for having me. Um, I mean, at least over the phone. Um, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely, uh, keep in touch with me, um, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I am at love, L-O-V-E, Alex, A-L-E-X, I-S-L-E-Y, love Alex, I-S-L-E-Y, um, my main website is lovealicizely.com. Um, I can be reached uh, as far as booking and any other inquiry through uh, management at Isley, I-S-L-E-Y-M-G-M-T, at hotmail.com. And I think that's about it. Appreciate it. Listen, I definitely appreciate your time. Dope interview. And I'm sure people will like it. It's another episode of Two Tones. We out.